0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's NFT show. We've got a good one for you today. We're gonna be talking to Ben. He's the owner of Three Bored Apes. He also is a well-known voice in the NFT community on Twitter and elsewhere. Uh, Definitely looking forward to that. We have had a big week. We talked to Cool Cats on Tuesday. We had Franklin on yesterday, top seven Bored Ape holder. He currently owns 41 Apes. Uh, we have a great show. We also are going to be talking about our giveaway. uh, This will be your last chance to enter that giveaway to get that code from us, $1,000 in Ethereum. We'll also be diving into some news and headlines. And we also have a E ELE8 for our NFT bracket challenge, which we're super excited to name those eight. NFTs competing for the crown and also to do our live voting on the stream. Don't go anywhere, everyone. This is the roadmap. All right, what is up everyone? Yeah, as I said, this is the Roadmap Benzing is NFT show. Before we get started today, want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by FTX US. That's one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs. No transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer. The FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more, click on the link in the description below and also pin to the chat. So if you have not checked out FTX yet, be sure to do so uh, and let them know that Benzinga sent you. Uh, without further ado, um, I'll give uh, Brian a minute here. It looks like Brian's good to go. All right. Without further ado, time to bring on my co-host, Benzinga's own Brian Moore. Brian, what's going on, hey, buddy?
1: Hey, hey, living the dream.
0: <laughs> Brian, we have had a, a big week, right? I mean, I, I don't want to say that our other weeks weren't big. I don't want to say, you know, that you know, no show big is week. bigger than the other. But let's face it, it's been it, a big week. It's been a big week, and I, I think it's gonna it's gonna peak because we we have another great guest today. We're going to be talking to Ben Jamin. He is the owner of Three Board Apes. He's a well-known ben voice Benjamin. out there. I mean, we, we've been talking about Board Apes a lot, right? And the reason we do that is Yuga Labs has been such a successful company. This was a successful project. They've had, you know, additional launches, the Kennel Club, Mutant Apes. They also have the acquisition of CryptoPunks and rights. I mean, there's so much to talk about. And I don't own an ape. Brian doesn't own an ape. We like to go to the people who know the community. They know what's going on. And that's why we've brought some of these top board ape owners on. And also these people who know the NFT industry as well. I mean, I I can't say that I'm the biggest expert out there when it comes to NFTs. Do I know a lot? Yeah. But do I know everything? No. Do I know every project? No, certainly not. Same with Brian. And that's why we bring on additional voices. That's why we're here to provide education. But I'm so excited. Brian, I'm also excited that we have a contest still going on. We do. For anyone who thinks, oh, I missed the contest the day that they did the Cool Cats interview. No, you did not. The contest is still going uh, you have nine hours left I believe this ends at midnight tonight it's telling me nine hours maybe uh, 11 o'clock just to be safe but you can enter that contest I just clicked that or put that link in or in the description in the chat right now be sure to check it out you can enter that contest several ways you can visit Benzinga on YouTube you can visit Benzinga on Facebook you can follow Benzinga on Twitter you can retweet, you can share this giveaway. You can use our Discord. Oh, you can man. watch that Cool Cats video on so Benzinga. Righty, and you can also enter our YouTube code. And if you're wondering what that YouTube code is, I did give it out earlier this week. I'm going <laughs> to give it out again one more time later on in gotta wait. the episode. But you got to wait, right? Um, and, you know, so, but we're super excited, right? $1,000 in Ethereum. Um, you know, that's pretty exciting. Uh, you'd be able to buy into some of these, you know, lower priced, uh, you know, collections and, you know, I'm not going to tell you what you should buy, but I know next week we will be talking about some mints that are coming in April. So maybe you would want to save your thousand dollars in Ethereum and mint some of those new projects. But, uh, Brian, what has been some of the highlights for you this week across that cool cats interview and Franklin yesterday? Um, I mean, just talking to uh one of the
1: co-creators at Cool Cats, I mean, it, that was one of the, the most like kind of almost genuine uh, interviews we've had in the sense of like it was just flowed. If you haven't seen that interview, please go back and watch it. It was awesome. It was intriguing. It was uh, impactful. It was uh, informative. Just oh, there's so much stuff going on in this whole space. And even talking to Franklin about Bored Apes and ApeCoin and everything that he has been going through. And man, the this week has probably been one of my favorite weeks of the roadmap history. So uh it's definitely worth uh re-watching all those episodes multiple times. Check out the podcast. Maybe you'll hear a few different things, maybe you'll see a few different things. You watch what episodes, I don't know. Check it out. Both the dogs love it. They're both here. They're here with me. Oh, we got both today. Look look at that. We got Layla and Vinny right here sitting with us. So yeah,
0: we're ready. Awesome. I am just waiting uh, for confirmation. Again, we are going to have Ben on in a little bit. Um, Before we bring him on, what do you think? Should we do... The Ely Eight of our just, NFT just bracket. Should we, just, yeah. should we just go yeah. through that? All right. Just, Let me go ahead. Share my Brand screen. We only on, have yeah. We only it? have four matches. Why don't to we vote bring at. Ben on? Ben, would Is you ben be ready? willing to do it?
1: You bring Ben on. Yeah, Ben, you, you're you're in it. It doesn't matter. You can say no, but all right. I just best. want to
0: make sure Ben's ready to go. Ben, give us a thumbs up if you're if you're ready here. He's, He's ready. Good. He's ready. All right. Let's go ahead. Alyssa, if you want to bring on Ben onto the screen here. Ayo.
1: My Ayo. goodness.
0: Look at that. Everyone say hey to Ben jamin in the house. Uh Ben, welcome back ben to the roadmap.
2: Hey, thanks everybody. Glad to be here as oh, always. Love so you guys. So awesome. And just happy to be a part of this, man. <laughs>
0: Man, that is so cool. Uh, This has got to be one of my favorite uh, visual aids here. Um, That that is awesome. Ben, what do you think? Do you want to take part in our uh, NFT bracket challenge with us real quick before we dive into the interview? Yeah, why not? All right. So we are down to the Elite Eight. We started with 64 NFT projects. And what I did was I took the top 50 NFT collections by sales volume. And then I also added in some of past guests uh, that we had interviews with on the roadmap. So we are now down to the to the elite eight. So let's go through. And what we'll do, Ben, is we just kind of go around and we uh, pick who we're voting for. And I'll actually do my votes here live on the screen. For everyone following along at home, let me go ahead and put the link in the chat right now. And a reminder, that you need to get your elite 8 votes in by April 3rd, which is Sunday, and that will take us to the final four. That's the reason we're doing the votes today. Is This is our last chance before our next episode. All right, enough talking. We have the elite 8. In the left-hand corner, we have Board 8 Yacht Club versus Star Catchers. Star Catchers was a double-digit seed. They had a couple upsets in those first rounds, and they made it all the way to the elite 8 uh i'll start things out here i'm gonna have to go with board ape yacht club they were the one seed i I think they deserve a spot in the final four and the championship game let's be real uh let's go over to ben since you're our guest today i I think i have a feeling who you're gonna vote for but uh what's the vote
2: well it's awesome to see star catchers being where they are in the first place that's that's you know I, i always root for the underdog um, Dez is a friend of mine uh, running star catchers, but I mean, my heart and soul in NFTs goes with board ape yacht club. So I got to be bullish on them.
0: All right. Over to Alyssa.
1: The board apes though. Star catchers are solid.
0: They made a good run. They made a good run. It's kind of like St. Peter's in the real tournament, right? They made a good run, but eventually you have to get knocked out and who better to knock you out? Uh, Brian.
1: Ooh, uh, board apes.
0: <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and vote so we can see our percent. Holy cow. Oh, A lot closer than I thought. Wow. 51% oh. board ape, 49% star catchers. You guys are crazy. It looks like star catchers are showing some support for this bracket <laughs> challenge. Uh, Let's go over to the top right since we're right here. We have the one seed CryptoPunks against Doodles. I believe they were the three seed in this region. Uh, CryptoPunks had been dominating people into the sandbox. They actually faced a little bit of a challenge, but Punks, they're the OG. Uh, I got to go ahead and vote for them here. You know, uh, another one seed. Uh, How about you, Ben?
2: So this is one where I can say that I'm unbiased because I don't hold either. So... Um, the way I, that i look at this is first of all i love doodles i love the team and they they really put together one of the most marketable and brandable projects in all of nfts with that said crypto punks being the og and being under the yuga umbrella now i i gotta give punks my vote on this one you know uh, it, it, I'm, I'm I'm doing two one seeds. It's not fun, you know. I I get yeah. it, but I have my reasoning behind it, and uh, I I want to see Bored Apes take the one spot, CryptoPunks take the two spot, and that's how I I plan to see that that four coming out.
0: How about you, Alyssa? Uh, I'll
1: go with CryptoPunks.
0: And Brian, do we have a clean sweep here? doodles uh, i was like i know you're other cuz i said clean sweep i'm voting Although for i like punks. doodles Let's more than punks, Whoa, though. doodles winning hey
1: <laughs> doodles yeah. winning
0: 59% to 4 on another close race these are these are really i think close, doodles will do flip like cryptopunks
1: eventually if if they keep on going and doing what they need oh, to do whoa. those are cool hey whoa. i Listen love doodles Brian. yeah i love
2: doodles i do yeah, okay. they're,
1: they're, I like them, too, a whole lot. I wish, uh, hey, if uh, th- let me get a doodle. We're going to have let to clip this
0: out because that's a projection right there. If doodles ever clip <laughs> CryptoPunks, you guys heard it here out of Brian's mouth. All right, <laughs> let me scroll down. Now we get past the one seeds because we have a double-digit matchup. Robatos, who was the twelve, says Lazy Lions, who were the 10-seed. I love both these projects. Uh, They have both been on past episodes of The Roadmap. I used to own a Roboto. Um, My vote, I got to go with my kids here. My kids are huge fans of Roboto's. They love looking at the artwork and they are so looking forward to an animated show of Roboto's. So uh, I'm going to pick Roboto's here. How about you, Ben?
2: Yeah, I, I love Roboto's. It's one of my favorite projects in terms of the art. I think Pablo Stanley is as close to a mad scientist as you can get in NFTs. Mm-hmm. So I, I love their energy. I love you know, what they did with the spec sheets on that project. And, and no disrespect to Lazy Lions, who has a you know, rabid and awesome community. Robotos gets my vote here.
0: Alyssa. Robotos.
1: I love right. Pablo.
0: Brian, you going to be the, the outsider here or are you going to go with the majority? Nope, Robotos. Robotos yeah. with the clean sweep. Let's see those pers- Oh, lazy lion, sixty three percent. They got they
2: got a community, man. They're they rad. They, they do. I mean, and sure. they
0: won. They won some big rounds. I mean, Ben, if we look back, they, we they still love the lions. They
1: they we do. Wow, they still love the lions.
0: They beat Clone is- X and they Ooh. beat MFers on their way here.
2: Wow! This is like the the Davidson run with Steph Curry the, and <laughs> there the
0: you go, all vintage. I love that, man. That that's a that's cool.
2: a quite an impressive run. Quick, can you scroll down real quick for me? Yeah. So they beat first of all Invisible Friends. That's a blowout Invisible right Friends, there. Yeah. Clone X blowout, MFers, blowout. Like that's crazy. So th- those are some of the most popular projects in NFTs right now, yeah. and Lazy Lions is demolishing them.
0: Yeah, this was a weird region because uh, Artblocks was the one seed, and they ended up getting knocked off by Roboto's there. And then, yeah, we saw MFers with an upset in the first round, and they made a run. Now Lazy Lion's making a run. I mean, a 10 seed versus a 12 seed, it's kind of nice to see. And, again, I mean, these seeds were all just kind of based on sales volume. So, I mean, some of the projects are older, so, you know, their community may not be as active, but uh, still – quite an impressive run and that brings us to our last elite eight matchup this one's insane crypto dads versus cool cats <laughs> sorry Crypt- guys. crypto dads is a 13 seed but their community showed up they've been tweeting this poll they have been super active so without even looking I can probably guess that crypto dads are winning I do own a crypto dad but cool cats were on this week I'm a huge fan this one is very very tough for me personally to pick based on the outlook and that interview this week i feel like i gotta go against my own wallet here and pick cool cats uh so i, I don't know this one's really tough but i'm gonna go with cats how about you ben
2: yeah I, I this is an easy one for me and and no disrespect to crypto dads i love them in the community and sorry anthony but cool cats you know i, I love the project been in it since the very beginning. Klan is awesome the team's awesome i know that they've run into a little bit of a roadblock recently with the cool pets and everything that's been going on there but i i do think this is still one of the best projects around and they they have a very very brandable project as well and um i think cool cats gets gets my vote on this one
0: Alyssa, oh,
1: i'm sorry dads i gotta go with the cats
0: there you go and brian
1: cats sorry yeah, dads i mean it's i tough. love the dads too the we've dads. we've interviewed both bullies, of these sir. projects Damn, tough, buff. Cool but, uh, cats.
0: okay now what are you guys' predictions is this a close race or not because i mean crypto dads has showed up in full force but look at cool cats cool cats beat mutant Ape yacht club last round um that's
1: probably gonna win because they brought their community to the to the thing But All maybe right cool let's cats.
0: Uh, Let's see. Look. I'm gonna vote right here. Click Click at- oh, Ooh, what? Eighty percent, no dads. Well, we know who's voting on this. Uh, this poll, <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, play. your they, vote.
1: They are not effing around. That's you have saying.
0: until Sunday at God nine bet. o'clock Eastern mean, Time dog? PM to get your votes in. Let me drop that one more time in the chat uh, again. This has been a fun competition. We will have a final four uh, when we come back for our next show on Tuesday, and that will be very exciting to talk about. Um, Alyssa, thanks for uh, participating here, and uh, Ben as well. Um, I think it's time to uh, dive into. All right, our Ben. We'll interview.
1: see you. Thanks for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was fun, Ben. What a way to kick yeah, off the interview here, right? And yeah. hear about. All right, we'll
1: see you guys brother. tomorrow. Or uh, <laughs> thanks you for say? having me, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, Ben, I I talked to you. I had the honor and privilege of talking to you last time you were on the roadmap. But for anyone out there who's listening or watching that doesn't know about you or your experience, can you just give us a little bit of background of your history in cryptocurrency and NFTs?
2: Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thanks again for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. And um, my background, man, I I guess you could sum it up by saying I'm just a dumb ape. You know, like I just, I, I enjoy, I enjoy new things. I enjoy, you know, forward looking projects and, and I'm always trying to find, you know, what's next. And jumping into NFTs, um, I got into it in 2017 with CryptoKitties and that's not to say that I had been a hardcore trader since then. Uh, I took a little time off in 2018, 2019 during that lull and, um, I've just been buying and selling, you know, ETH and Bitcoin and Litecoin and all these different kinds of crypto over the years, and then got into Top Shot last January. That took off for me, you know, uh, as well as a lot of other people. Brought me into Zed Run and Ghost and Deadheads and, and all these fun things. Um, and then inevitably, uh, the Bored Apes happened. And that, you know, everybody, for the most part, involved in NFTs kind of knows that trajectory. But uh, I started going full time in NFTs last April, so a month before uh, Board Apes launched, I had been doing well trading for you know about three or four months at the time, I, enough to do. I, I did well enough to go full time, and then that turned into me helping projects and consulting and starting my own project, and it's just been you know really game changing and life changing, and I'm so. Happy and grateful to be a part of this community that has, you know, changed my life for the better and, you know, br- brought me from uh, a mentality of negativity to a lot of optimism and and it's been so great. The community has been so special and you know I- I'm just grateful to be to, to be a part of it.
0: Ben, that's so awesome to hear. And I mean, again, uh, you know, I I don't want to put too much spotlight on it, but 2017. I mean, that kind of makes you like an OG. Uh, We have so many people on this show and so many of them, when we ask, you know, about their history, a lot of them say, you know, NBA Top Shot was my first exposure to NFTs. And you, of course, mentioned NBA Top Shot. Me personally, that was my first experience with uh, NFTs was Top Shot. Almost every single person on. 90% of people Mm -hmm. we interview, I would say, say Top Shot is their first NFT. And it's kind of crazy again. To look at what's happened in you know a five-year span and even the last year, um, so it's very very exciting. Ben, we're going to start with some questions here about Board Ape. Um, you know, I know that you own a couple of Board Apes. Um, I believe three is the magic number right now. Since the last time I talked to you, we had the launch of ApeCoin, which was a huge event. It was highly anticipated by holders of Board Ape. You were able to claim some Ape Coins. So my question for you is, you know, did you claim all that ApeCoin right away? And what were kind of some of your initial thoughts when you heard the news on the ApeCoin launch?
2: Sure, well, yeah, the the ApeCoin launch was massive. Um, There's a lot of things that people have to consider with this drop, um, including tax implications, which is something that I think a lot of people don't understand. When you claim these drops, at the point that you claim them, you're you're having a taxable event at whatever the price point is. So the best thing to do for the most part is not claim immediately, just to wait till it settles down a little bit. So um, I claimed mine around I think $12 or $13 or so. And my price targets for Apecoin was four to eight dollars. That's what I thought it was gonna be in. So when it dropped and it it launched above, I was like, man, this is this is you know, beyond my expectations. So I was able to claim 42,000 of them. And at the time that day, there was a lot of volatility and the, the coin dropped down to around $7, I believe. And so when I saw that and it started going up again, I sold about 10% of my coins at eight fifty, I believe around there. And then it spiked like crazy, it went up to like 17, $18. I sold another 10% around $15. And so now I have um, around 80, 75, 80% or so of my coins left. And I'm kind of trying to figure out, you know, what exactly to do with it for the most part. But, you know, there's governance involved. There's more things coming for the apes. You know, we just bought some of the merch with ApeCoin. And it's just a really special event. So there's a lot of things that people have to consider around it, but, the moves I've made so far are to sell about 20 to 25%. And I plan to hold the rest unless it goes up further, which I, I have a little bit of um, you know, price targets at which I'll sell little chunks here and there.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And you already are getting into a couple of the next questions, but I'll kick it over to Brian here because uh, that is the perfect segue here.
1: Yeah, so uh, long-term, are you bullish on ApeCoin? And what do you think is the long-term implications of ApeCoin on the ecosystem as a whole?
2: Yeah, so well, I guess it depends on what you mean by bullish. So if if we're talking about bullish being price point, do I think it'll go up from here? Um, Well, it's hard to say, right? Because my price targets initially were about a third of what it the price is even at. So if you ask eight. me, I'd probably say there it's a little overextended, but I'm also very bullish on the coin itself, the uses, the utility that'll come from it, and potentially over the long term, a higher uh price and target, uh, price target just because the the memeability of an eight coin and the utility that is to come. So the, you know, it it really depends on the specificity of what you mean by bullish. But I would say that price targets it's above where I already thought it would be. So do I think it can go higher? Sure, but I'm not. That's not a part of my strategy to expect that. So that's why I sold some off. If it dips lower, I plan to buy some dollar cost average in. But I'm I'm comfortable with the bags that I have now. And I'm bullish on the coin and the ecosystem and the governance that it's going to provide people, but not necessarily the market cap
1: itself. Okay, so this is a very interesting aspect to think about that I, I bet you a lot of people haven't thought about, including myself. So there's a lot of coins uh, or yeah, tokens that have not actually been um, released yet, so they're not in the circulating supply. So that means as they keep going throughout and keep uh, releasing them, the price will go down. So this is a very interesting aspect to think about because the price is a little overextended if you take into uh, consideration the amount of total supply that's out uh, opposed to the circulating supply. So that's something that a lot of people I don't think are thinking about. So in terms of bullish, I think... You kind of nailed on the head what we were talking about. Do you think like the price is going to go up? Is it going to continue to go up? But also, I'm bullish in the aspect of like the utility, the use case, the the more people are going to be holding it. And I think that if you take in consideration the um, the total supply uh, versus circulating supply, eventually it will even out. And the price, in, in my opinion, again, not financial advice, my uh, the price will eventually go up farther than what it is but it's going to take a lot of time for it to go get there and the price is going to go down before it does go up but that is a very interesting use case that a lot of people do not take into consideration that i think we really need to uh you know talk about and think about whenever you're talking about be a bullish use case sorry i just wanted to i had to get that one out there because that's not something that's yeah talked about i think i said that like eight times great
0: education great education well let yeah. me
1: ask you a question brian
2: go for it um over time as more begin to unlock do you think the unique owner count is going to go up or down
1: so that is a good question i think the unique earn count will go up but the price will go down
2: yeah well and and i'm not disagreeing with you right i already said where, yeah. where i thought my targets are so i i think you make sense with with that um not prediction i won't say but like that estimation right mm-hmm. so, but but also, like I said, the unique user or owner count will go up over time. Um, also, the unlocking is not entirely decided yet on where it's going to go. So there's a few things with this. When you have the unique owner count of something go up, then you have more people holding less of it. And the less you hold, the less you're likely to dump. You're unlocking to people who... A already have coins in some ways, the ape holders, but also the people who are buying in to get access to governance who don't have the tokens, they're probably not looking to sell because they want to be involved in it. Then you also have the the um, the DAO proposals are in are being in uh, controlled or or voted on by the community who can decide what to do with that ape coin. So if we vote, for instance, to have the NFTs emit through staking or just to give a higher percentage to NFT holders who are already diamond handed doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be selling. So uh, giving it to people who already own might have an impact of they might sell because, oh, I already got some. But for the most part, you're giving it to people who are generally diamond handed and they already sold off a good chunk, the people who would sell. So now if you start giving these people more and providing use case for them to spend it. So if we vote to say, let's, you know, the 60% remaining all goes to only NFT holders. It doesn't matter if you hold eight coin, right? That's not going to happen. But if that were the case, you're giving it to people who have been um, responsible for where the floor price is and where the volume is of the NFT itself. So these are people who are heavily invested, who don't necessarily want to see the price drop. So they know that if you sell, yeah, you might be doing well for yourself in the short term, but you could be hurting the project. And then you have the fact that you're you're allowing people to spend their ape through the ape Yuga ecosystem. So we just had a merch drop. I spent eighteen hundred dollars worth of ape coin. Where did that ape coin go? That went back to the team. Back to you right? So. If they're not dumping on the open market. So when they have the Lance out, if that's in, in ApeCoin or the, the play to earn is in ApeCoin, that money is going to be recirculated back into the team who isn't going to be dumping them. They may actually maybe put it back into the DAO. So there's a lot of things here that you can discuss in terms of where you can see things going. But I think you have to take a lot of this into perspective because it's not necessarily solidified what's going to happen with those coins, but also people already understand what the fully diluted value is. So there's no surprise. There's no inflationary aspect to it. So they know how much there is and it's going to be clear how long it's going to take for them to all be unlocked and everything's going to be very transparent. So people are going to be able to make these type of predictions based on you know, timeframes, this is how many are going to be released in six months and 12 months and and uh, on and on. So you raise good points, but I think there's definitely other levels to this that people have to be thinking about.
1: And uh, well, one more thing before we move on from this is, uh, so I just saw that Webull also allows you to buy ApeCoin. And uh, so in turn, I think Robinhood will, still, will soon follow suit. And with those particular brokerages, You have this aspect of you don't really own those cryptos whenever you buy Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum or anything or XLM or um, any of them on Webull or Robinhood because Robinhood technically owns them and you own quote unquote shares of the coins that they own in their own liquidity pool. So in turn, there's a whole another aspect to this with however much that they have delegated to each one of these kind of brokerages, which is another millions of different users and holders that might, might even hold it. So you gotta take that into account because whatever amount that they have locked, that price is not really gonna be the same price as any other exchanges, kind of how that any centralized exchange works. So you have these like centralized exchange amounts keep going and fluctuating, going up and down in price. Mm-hmm. So, But you also do know the total supply that they have if you look through the wallets and really do the, the back data and all that kind of stuff. So what you said is 100% true and definitely needs to be taken into consideration because there's so many aspects and different mm-hmm. things. But the whole transparency of um, how they're doing it is something that's very interesting. And I mean, this is the, probably the best education you're going to get on ApeCoin or yeah. cryptocurrency in general, because this is how they all work in quote unquote. But we yeah. can move on from that. If and
2: and just one last point. Yeah. So, um, we, we haven't even discussed like... Um, Lending and liquidity pools, where yeah, yeah, people will yeah. be locking mm-hmm. up their their ape to be able to get APR or have other people lend against. So there will be a percentage of it that is locked up in DeFi as well. So
1: oh, um, 100%, just, you know, just a few points, and and the P2G, uh, the play to earn games that they they've already uh, had established that you know you'll earn from staking and like the other offshoots of ApeCoin and what they're gonna do. There's a lot that goes into it. And I saw someone said in the, in the in the comments, they said it's 100% a pump and dump, which this is probably one of the only projects you can actually look at and see that if you look at the backers, you look at the founders, you look at who's done it, this is not a pump and dump. There, there's a lot of time and effort that went into this, and there's a lot of stuff that's backing this. And you're looking at one of the most powerful projects in crypto and NFT as a whole you're looking at one of the most powerful projects backing this. So like, it's definitely not pumped up. I will say that with a hundred percent honesty. And if something happens, y'all can come at me.
0: Oh, I, Brian, don't say that. Uh, not financial advice to anyone listening. Not financial advice. I'm
1: not saying like buy it or do it, but I'm just saying like this is secure. We're not going to, we would never promote a scam right. or anything like that. I wouldn't put it in that category, right? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. That's
0: a good way to put it. There we go. It's All definitely
1: right. not a scam. Um so yeah okay so we can move on Let, let's talk about the uh the um release of the trailer of the other side by Yuga Labs what were your thoughts on that so we can move a little way from apecoin
2: I mean the the cool thing is we were all waiting for the reveal based on the little leak they gave us at the Super Bowl so if you're not familiar they gave us a leak at the Super Bowl where they gave a single picture and it showed us that the, the apes face being very surprised. right? And so we were all speculating on what that was. Yeah, right there. So we were all speculating. What is this? Um, you know, what is this going to mean? And so we've known about this specific picture for a while. So everybody's trying to guess what it is. And so th- there's been so much speculation and guessing and a hypothesizing. And to be able to get the clarity of what it was was really a special moment in general, but to to see the the effort put into it, the high quality, the storytelling, the the Easter eggs, um, you know that that a lot of people were able to pick up on, like right there, three o five, that's Miami. That you know they're making a a, cl- a in real life clubhouse in Miami, so they put that in there. There's a few other things that if, if you look, they they leaked. You'll see that there's a little creature that picks up the ape. That's a coda, and that's a part of their leaked roadmap. So um, the codas are going to be part of the Board Ape land, and you see what they look like for the very first time in this video. Um, and then you, you see the land. Yeah, there's the, there's the part. Then you see the land. You see other projects involved. It was just really amazing. So it, it was a special moment for a lot of people in the community. And and just the way that they they went about it, you know, they, they didn't get a chance to put it out themselves. Someone leaked an old version of it. There's, there's the coda. Um, someone leaked an old version of it. And so they had to just put out um, this newer version. And so they didn't get to do their, you know, their great marketing unless this was planned and conceived behind closed doors. But, you know, it was just, it was really an amazing time to see. And, and, and you only really feel that, I guess, if you're a part of the project, or you've been following it in a way that you respect what they've been doing for the industry.
0: Awesome. Ben, uh, we had Franklin on yesterday. I know you know him. He owns 41 board Apes. This was a fun question for him yesterday. And I think it's going to be one of my favorites to ask going forward Um, of ape holders and NFT holders in general. We talk a lot about celebrities who own NFTs. And recently it was announced that Madonna um, got a board ape through a, a partnership with MoonPay or an acquisition or a gift or how, however it comes to be. But what what's interesting here is if we can pull up, so that is her profile picture now on Twitter. That is the ape that she is sharing. Um, but we also know looking at OpenSea that the original ape looks a bit different. There it is. So it has an orange background a cigarette and different eye color so she changed three traits to the board ape for her pfp now so my question to you you know someone who owns board apes you have you know ability to kind of you know license your ape to you know own the ip but is is it okay is it fair here to mess with the traits uh you know and make almost a completely new ape going forward what do you think of that
2: yeah, absolutely. It's it's a derivative. You know, we if we look at our apes as an identity, you know, I, I I wear hats, but sometimes I don't, you know, like my ape has a hat doesn't mean in, you know, in the fantasy world that we're creating doesn't mean they're always doing it. You know, Madonna, I'm sure I, I will I don't know her, her actual eye color, but I'm sure when she does a music video and go on stage, she probably puts in like colored contact lenses or something like that, changes her outfit, puts makeup on. So why wouldn't she be able to do that with her social identity? Um, Especially when people make derivatives for me of my apes. Sometimes I'll use that as my profile picture. You know, I've created derivatives of my own and use that. So that that's the way I feel like it's, it's yours. You can do what you want with it. And and anyone else can too, right? Like you can take my ape, use it as your profile picture. I, I'm not, I can't stop you. But if you're trying to like monetize it and use my intellectual property in that kind of way, that's something I would have an issue with. But um, no, I, I have no problem with that. Like if, if that's what, what she thinks makes it look better, you know, and she started with the ape that she has and she's saying this is mine, but I want to pretty it up in a way or I, you know, like there's niftytaylor.com where you could change the outfits of your ape and or, or your NFT, whatever you want and, and upload that. So yeah, why not?
0: Awesome. Th- those are some great points. Uh, you know, again, love hearing that. That leads perfectly into these next couple questions. You mentioned, you know, monetization. I mentioned licensing. So a really cool thing um, just happened. I wrote an article on it. In California, there is a restaurant popping up, uh, Bored and Hungry. Where a the owner of a board ape is using his ape um, as kind of the brand for this restaurant. It's going to be featured on the logo, on the you know the the wrappers, um, you know, on the boxes, uh, on the sign, right? So it's pretty cool. Um, what do you think of this? Of like creating brands out of board apes or an NFT? Oh,
2: I I absolutely love it. I think that's a lot of what the point is. And you saw it the most with Bored Apes. And I think that's why the community grew in the way that it did. Um, and, and for example, uh, there's a Bored Ape beer that I have in my fridge right now. I have Bored Ape coffee in my cabinet right now from different people. Um, crypto Painter did Bored Ape weed. So there, there's <laughs> so much that you can do with all of this. Um, you know, I, I have plans to eventually license my Ape in ways. So... Yeah, I love it. I think that's like what the intent of owning the IP is. And not everybody's going to do that, but the fact that they have this and they're going to be, you know, turning Web 3 into Web 2 and vice versa back and forth, I think is awesome. Um, I haven't heard a lot of the details about it, but I would hope that if you own an ape and you go in there, you get some kind of benefit.
0: You get a oh, free cool. meal, I believe. I don't know if that's just like the opening week or if that's an extended time, always. but if you own an ape, you get a free meal is what was in the PR that I saw. So, uh, and they, they, they didn't say they will be accepting ape coin. You can pay with uh, cash, uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. I believe it said in the PR as well, but Really cool concept. Um, you mentioned licensing so so Ben, am I correct? then you have not currently licensed any of your apes out. I know we see and hear a lot about some like media uh, coming to be some different shows, some movies where people are you know licensing their apes out to be used. Is that something that interests you at all and you've taken a look at?
2: Yeah, so I, I have done it in a in a limited format with Jenkins the ballet. So his project allows apes to do that in a way where you can put your own up or pair with other people to use keys and things like that. So I've done it in that sense. But other than that, um, I'm very interested in doing so. I just haven't done it yet. Uh, I've, I've spent a lot of time working with projects and on projects. And um, one of the things that I've, I want to do is, is build something around my ape, but I just haven't done it yet. And I haven't taken the time to seek it out. And some people have approached me about it, but again, I just, I didn't take the time to actually think through exactly what it would be. But if there was something that I'd want to do, it'd probably be around weed some way and like, you know, some kind of my own brand or, or something like that. Or, you know, I, I love what Crypto Painter is doing with that. So I think it's really cool. And I, you know, I enjoy doing something like that. Um, but my ape does show up in, in some projects and I get, I have honoraries being made. Um, my ape's going to be a, a chess piece in the Golem Golem toys chess set. So there's a few things that are going on, but I haven't signed formal licensing
1: deals with uh, any of my apes yet. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so um, Yuga Labs announced the acquisition on Mebits in crypto. I mean, in CryptoPunks, and uh, we talked about this with Franklin, but we kind of want to see your um, your thoughts on that whole merger. And not to go too back deep into ApeCoin, but do you think that some of those uh, holders, who people who who were holding CryptoPunks or Mebits, should they have gotten ApeCoin, or do you think that you know maybe it was just too soon, and you know they should they they just didn't have you know anything that has to do with. Uh, board yacht club so they don't really get any part of it what do you think about that
2: well with respect to the crypto punk community and you know excluding all the back and forth between apes and punks and the shit talking and stuff like that um you know it was way too too early in in the acquisition to give any kind of benefit in that way so um it, it has nothing to do with you know any kind of animosity or anything like that, in my eyes, it's just more about timing. Um, so, with that said, I I still don't think that they like if NFTs would be emitting ApeCoin that Mebits and you and um, the Punk should. But I think that what what is possible is that the community can vote through the ApeCoin DAO to potentially give some some kind of emission to them or or benefit or other communities or projects or things like that. So, um, that's, what's really cool about the community being as in charge as they are about it, but I would say that I don't think it's something that they should have gotten right off the jump. And even though they're under the Yuga labs um, umbrella, we, they, they bought their IP and gave them control of that. They didn't necessarily buy all of larva labs you know so there's definitely some some um fine print and and details that needs to be kind of figured out with all that but i would say that they didn't they didn't they shouldn't have gotten it right away but i i wouldn't be upset if the community voted in to kind of give them a, a piece of of the ecosystem to participate
1: i got you well, um, so on that whole aspect, when you talked about, you know, they bought the IP and not really all of Larva Labs. What do you think that, uh, how do you think that Mebits and CryptoPunks might fall in or fold into the Board Ape Yacht Club and Larva Labs kind of ecosystem?
2: Well, the cool thing is that now um, holders of CryptoPunks can do what they want with it. And so before, if you had someone who owns an ape and owns a punk, he he can't go and do a show or or a project with both of those because the punk would be capped in a different way than the ape would. So now they have free reign to do whatever they want. So there may be just community members who are joining together and look to do things where in the past they couldn't have done in that capacity. Or the Yuga Labs team is just doing what they said they're going to do and kind of, you know, leaving the the ip to the community letting them do their thing but potentially providing some kind of utility or benefit in the future that the community would be proud of without removing that ethos of what gives the punks value in the first place
1: i got you yeah i mean that that totally makes sense um i think uh uh, it, it just, it's kind of hard, you know, some people want all, all those to kind of fold in. Some people are like kind of upset that they didn't get ape coins if they have uh crypto punks, but you, yeah, I mean, everything you just said pretty much explains why. I mean, it, it, it was also all those details are already folded into the ape coin launch and they already announced, I mean, they announced the, the acquisition of, uh, crypto punks and Meeb, like within two days before the launch. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you can really, you know, just, uh, here you go. We're going to have it. But um, so we've been, uh, you've been taking a lot of breaks from uh, Twitter for your mental health. And we think that's also important. And we think that that is something that, you know, a lot of other people should really take into consideration and not just be constantly online, be constantly trading or constantly talking to people. Like, can you kind of speak on that and why you did it and, you know, how it's benefited you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's a few things involved in this. And the first would be my sleep. So um, I was having a lot of trouble sleeping. And because, you know, I would have my phone next to me, whether I get in a, you know, a notification or I just wake up in the middle of the night and then start looking at something. I'm up for hours. I can't go back to sleep. So the first thing that I did is I started going to sleep, um, leaving my phone in my office, my, my cell phone, so that I could sleep better and it would take me off. And the next thing I did is said, okay, well, when I wake up in the morning, I want to limit my scrolling. So even when I go and get <coughs> my phone, you know, I don't want to have hours and hours of scrolling. So let me start there and take, take a little bit of time off and use Twitter in kind of like, a in, in sections, right. Where I would say, all right, I'll go on, I'll go on for a little bit here, scroll, send some messages and then get off and then go do some work go take a walk, hang out with my wife or, or dogs or whatever it is. And so. What that allowed me to do is refresh, get away from the the constant, you know, hits of dopamine that you get from, from notifications and, and you're always kind of feeling like you need to be overstimulated. And so that part of it for me was really important to not get myself back into nature. I'm not, I'm not going on nature walks, but I'm just removing myself from the constant scrolling and negativity and time black holes that happen in social media where like, man, three hours went by and I didn't do anything, you know? So th- those things are, are, were very important to me, but then also, you know, the, the NFT space is 24 seven and moves at light speed. And I having been through it for about a year of pff, crazy hours and, and all day long doing this, what, what I said to myself is, all right, I need to, I need to be comfortable. Missing out on things. And, yeah. and one of the things that um, that was mentioned, I, I forget who made up. It was either my buddy Ralph or Chris in, in our JPEG Morgan chat, but they made up the term JOMO. I think they made it up. The joy of missing out. So, you know, being comfortable, <laughs> not getting into every right, mint yeah. or being around for every Twitter space or answering every DM. So being able to let go and feel comfortable missing out on things was very important. For me. And so now, you know, I I'm proactive when I want to be. I take steps back when I need to. And I don't feel this constant pressure of always having to answer messages or be there and you know be on every Twitter spaces or every interview or answer every phone call someone wants from me. And it, it allowed me to teach myself to be um less agreeable and say no more. And those are very important things for, for mental health in general. That allowed me in, in just a short period of time, in my opinion, allowed me to reset myself and grow as a human in ways that I, I couldn't do when I'm staring at my computer and my phone all day long, every day.
0: Ben, I, I love that so much. And, and Jomo, um, you know, that that is great. That's my favorite I mean, thing I've ever heard. I, I have a, a full-time yeah. job here at Benzinga, right? I, mm-hmm. I write, I do this show. I have a wife, I have kids. I spent so many hours right on Twitter and discords, um, you know, staying up till I mean, God knows when right Right. early in the morning for some of these stealth mints and different things. And that's something I've tried to cut back on. Right. I mean, I'm I I love the NFT market. I'm very bullish on certain projects. I I want to research. I want to know it. But I also have that realization that I'm not going to be able to cover every project. I can't spend 24 seven doing it. So I also need to dedicate time elsewhere. So, I mean, that is just when I saw your tweets about this, it, I was just like, yes, like this is awesome. I got to make sure I ask Ben about that when he comes on. Um, so thank you for, you know, sharing that, that honesty. Ben, before we let you go, uh, a couple more questions here outside of Board Ape. Um. I know I saw a tweet recently from you about um, gutter cat gang and how you were placing some bets there. Um, So not financial advice, of course, but Ben, give us a background on kind of what your uh, thoughts are on gutter cat gang and why you uh, like that project.
2: Yeah. I I appreciate you bringing that. Well, first of all, I don't know if you could see I got, yeah, I
0: thought I saw that. Yeah.
2: Gang gang going on right here. (laughs) Gang. Got some of, some of the drip.
1: Alyssa's all in the gutter
0: cat
2: gang gang drip. Um, and then today is the um, the the first reveals for the gutter juices. And I believe it's the cats. Uh, I, five, five, 5 PM, Eastern, p.m. I
0: think I, think I saw. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Five p.m. Eastern. And so, you know, I got a bunch of these juices. I'm really excited about it. I think the clones look fantastic. Um, I'm friends with the team. Great guys. Uh, I actually gutter Dan. <laughs> I actually um, when, when we were down in Miami and Art Basel, he let me crash at his hotel For one night because my airbnb ran out of time and so you know i I love gutter cat um i unfortunately i didn't show enough support uh right out of mint uh and and i kind of regret that because it it is in line with you know the type of feel that i have and the the team and the community and i i love it I, i i'm glad to be a part of it i don't think they get the respect that they deserve People need to put some respect on their name. Respect. And, on you know, their name. I'm, I'm gang gang all day. So yes. absolutely.
0: Love it. Uh Ben, outside of Guttercat Gang, any other projects that you want to talk to that you about that you are holding, you're excited about. They've got, you know, a strong roadmap. Uh, you know, again, not financial advice, but any other uh, shout outs here.
2: Yeah, let's see. Um hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't want to, I don't want to say, say too much there. Um,
0: no, no, there that's you can
2: fine. tell us later. How about yeah, that? <laughs> There's, there's, there's projects that like I'm, I'm bullish on that I want to get into that I may not be in and things like that. But for, for the most part um, you know, the, the bags that I hold right now, it, like, if you look at my account, the ones that I have the biggest conviction on um, is probably board apes, gutter cat gang and i would say maybe the byop I, i'll throw that that's probably what one of the ones We've i'm had a most lot of talk on. about we have girls, heard that one honestly,
1: yeah, a lot i'm i'm pretty bullish on them as well not financial <laughs> yeah. advice but i like them too yeah yeah We're i would say that's more probably more.
2: one one of my one of my biggest if not one of yeah one of my biggest holdings and i really love what they've been doing um byo pills universe and bring and up, everything. too Awesome. Yeah, I yeah I would I would throw them out there as as yeah one of my favorites for sure.
0: No, that's awesome. Uh, Ben, before we let you go, uh, another fun question, and if you don't have an answer, that that's fine too. Any crazy projections uh, about NFTs for twenty twenty two? Anything that's you know on watch for you? Anything you think is going to happen? Any celebrities you think are going to join? Uh, what's what's a crazy projection out there from you?
2: I think. I think 2022 is going to be the year of the games. I think, I think what, what we're going to see from, from some experience and just from some speculation, I think what we're going to see is projects that have been building for a while and haven't launched yet are probably going to do so this year. I think, you know, end of Q3, early Q4, we're probably going to see some of those bigger drops of games, the Unity types, the AAA games that people have been working on for a long time. But then also you're going to see ones um, from projects and, and I don't know specifically, but like you know, maybe Bored Apes or or Pixel Vault that have their games that are probably going to be projected to release towards the end of the year as well. And then you're going to have ones that started at the same time that they saw BAYC launch. So we're you had a bunch of projects come out immediately after because they were able to, you know, make some profile pictures and traits and randomize them and throw them out there. And no disrespect to any ones that came out right after B-A-Y-C, <laughs> but there are going to be ones that have a long-term vision that said, "Hey, you know, this board ape collection came out. I would love to build something. So let's do it. All right, let's build a media company or a game or you know, like um, would we'll license things out, like an NFT worlds platform, whatever it is." they started building around that time. You know, so like there there were ones that built independent of the BAYC launch before. There were some that have already been out that'll improve in my opinion, probably like a Z run or so. And then you have ones that started around the time of BAYC, but are longer term visions that won't come out for a little while. And so I think when you think of when that started last May, you give teams a year, you know, 12 month, 18 month runway. That's when you could start seeing some more of the, the bigger long-term projects coming out. And so one that, that I'll throw out there that uh, I'm, I'm an advisor on the team and, and I think it's going to be one of the biggest in all of NFTs eventually is Cryptoys. If you're not familiar with that, I definitely recommend looking into it. Great vision, great team. Will Weinraub is running, running the ship amazingly over there. Um, and they have huge plans. They got funding. And it's just, it's one of the ones I've been most excited about and they've been building for a while and they prefer to take their time and put out a great project and they're not going to overhype it. That's why you probably haven't heard a ton about it, but they've been building for a while and they're going to be one of my favorites for sure. And, and biasly I am uh, affiliated with the team, but it is something that I'm super excited about and I don't get involved with projects if I'm not
0: excited about it. Can you tell us the name one more time, Ben? I don't think I've heard of this one.
2: Yeah, so it's Cryptoys. So Toys is a T-O-Y. So like okay. Cryptoys, but t- Cryptoys.
0: Okay. Yeah. So Crypto I want to with make a y. Sure. I see a yeah. couple people asking in the chat as well. Right, right. So I want to make sure that, that we have this here. I think Alyssa is going to be yeah, able pull up to... up the,
2: the Twitter. It's, it's is ama- this yeah, it right, right here? Right
0: okay, perfect.
2: Yeah, so they, they're great. they great. They're building something really, really cool... Um, there's a lot that is, you know, I can't say yet, but just super excited about it. It's one of the ones that I think people are going to look at and be like, man, I should have gotten involved, not financial advice, not telling you to go buy anything, but it is one of my favorites. And I would say that what the vision that they have and what they plan to do and the partnerships and relationships that they already have established this, this is going to be one to look at and they're looking to be, yeah,
0: that is sweet.
2: They're looking to be the Mattel of okay.
1: Web3. All
0: okay. right. All this right. is another you, one you, that
1: gets Chris and I's interest with kids. That, well, like this it? is
0: another one. Yeah, Brian, that's exactly what I was going to say. This is another one that gets me excited, like as a, as a parent, right. Because mm-hmm. it can be like a brand that extends that's past NFTs dads. and into into kids. I mean, when we had Evan from Cool Cats on earlier this week and he talked about, you know, plushies. bringing plushies and Cool Cats items for kids. Like yeah. as a dad, I love hearing that. So mm-hmm. Ben, this has been great. We're We're out of time here. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. We're gonna to have to bring you back on. You know, thanks for sharing your insight into Board Ape, Yuga Labs, Apecoin, and so much more. And this has been really educational too. I hope people were listening to some of that crypto, that Apecoin, the liquidity, all those talks that's so important, the tax implications. So, Ben, thank you for taking time out of your busy day and joining us on the roadmap today.
2: Absolutely. Well, Chris, Brian is a pleasure and Alyssa, you know, running the levers from behind the screen. I appreciate you all for having me on and, you know, my pleasure and and happy to happy to join you guys.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Ben. We will talk to you soon. Uh, Have a great rest of your day.
1: All right. Take care. Thank you. Later, Ben. Be jamming.
0: All right, guys. Another great interview this week. What a way to end on Brian, right? I mean, One of the reasons I started doing this show was, you know, education, uh, you know, information, news, headlines. And and this has been awesome, right? Because we got a ton of education. I mean, this is the like Brian, we talked a ton about ApeCoin when it launched, but we didn't hit on some of these topics, and that's been great. I mean, Franklin mentioned that yesterday about like the amount you claimed at, right? And how that was Mm -hmm. important. And you know, here's another person saying the implications there. We're out of time, Brian. I I just want to preview that. I mean, next week, we're going to bring you a a ton of news, a ton of headlines. We're going to take a look at some mints that are happening in the month of April. I have a really cool one to talk about uh, that involves Batman, right? Uh, Maybe that'll bring some new people to the NFT space. We also got news out there from OpenSea about Solana. So maybe we take a look at some Solana projects. We also will be announcing the winner of our one thousand dollar giveaway <laughs> next week, let me go ahead and drop that link one more time in the chat. What's and that now, code? And now is the time of the show where I let you guys know that code that I have been teasing everyone about. What so without it? further ado, go ahead and put in the code there "Cool it is. Cats on Benzinga." Cool Cats on Benzinga. All one word, it is there in the chat, it is on screen. I have it in all caps. I don't know if there you need caps. Cool cats on Benzinga. Go ahead, enter that code, get additional entries. Uh, you get have a chance money. to win a thousand dollars in Ethereum. That, that contest either. ends tonight, guys. Mm. It's Thursday tonight. Make sure tonight. you enter. That's gonna be fun, Brian, to announce that winner next week. And I'm that so pumped. Fine. We got some what great should episodes do we next though. Oh yeah, so coming up next guys, don't go anywhere. We yeah. have a very exciting uh, show. This is one of our newest shows, right? It is making money with Benzinga Pro and Boom. Jonathan Mallard is going to talk about some of the Big best trading, some of the best trading strategy oh. setups, right? If you're a trader, whether new or old, mm. you're looking for some different setups to watch. Come hang with Jonathan. He's gonna All walk right. you through. He's gonna show you Benzinga Pro and how you can use it to your advantage. Start a Something free trial. I, I, yeah, you get a free trial for two weeks, guys. Uh, check Go out. That the free show.
1: tier pro.benzinga.com. If you don't do it, you're missing out. You you, yeah. you need to at least start a trial. Make some money in the market. It's a it's a it's a shit show out there. Find ways to work around it. CJ Mao. See Jonathan Mallard. Watch uh, Ryan Faluna in uh, live training in the mornings. Follow us. Watch us. Make some money in the market.
0: Listen to that that passion, guys. Smash that like. Subscribe to Benzinga. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Jonathan Mallard, Benzinga Pro, let him know in the chat that you are joining from the roadmap. You want to find out. He's awesome. You want to find out how to make money. Let him know. Guys, that's going to do it for us. We will catch everyone next week. Yeah. And everyone say bye to Vinny as well. Uh, Take care, guys.